0: And we're live, live, live.
1: We are live. How are you doing?
0: Where are you? I'm doing good. I'm pretty tired. I'm at my mom's. That's why my well, my background is different. Um, I'm back on the good old microphone on a stack of books as a Ooh, stand. Yeah. Back to the roots, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is OG style layout for
1: me. Yeah, I remember that time I had to record in a hotel room, and I had like the craziest like, setup to try to like prop up my mic so i wouldn't sound weird and like move back and forth with it so yeah you're you're reporting in the field it's bad enough to
0: have to pack a microphone like i didn't even bring my um my regular normal microphone that i use uh i have this like it's my second microphone it's like the i, I talked about it this tiny road mic so it's bad enough to have to pack a microphone. I, I never want to do that if I can help it. But like packing a stand, like a tripod,
1: forget it. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah me exactly. A stack of books. Yeah, that's about always it. the problem. I'm not gonna do that. And then if you're holding it in your in your arms, you keep moving back and forth, and it just
0: sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah, so. you can tell it's even worse. Yep. I did consider that, but
1: no. <laughs> it's so funny like when i uh like a couple weeks ago so i'm a little sick right now so if i sound weird that's why but a couple weeks ago first meeting of the day i have a one-on-one with someone and uh he's like uh hey you sound a little weird <laughs> and i was like I don't know I'm fine like I don't you know my 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 voice is totally okay like I'm not sick or anything I was like okay Uh, and then at the end of the day our coordinator is like hey I think your mic is not selected (laughs) I was like oh that's what he was talking about and for the entire day I thought I was like do I sound like I'm sick like am I (laughs) so you were using like your just airpods or whatever like your- yeah, like the, I think even worse, just like the laptop's microphone, oh, no. <laughs> like the display's <laughs> mics. So, yeah.
0: Welcome to our new segment. Is this COVID or do I have the wrong input? <laughs> <laughs> so, like the
1: show title. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I actually stopped using my good microphone for some meetings. Like, just the stand-ups, mm. I would just use whatever my AirPods Max one. Because everyone else and like, was using those. I'm like, well, you know, what am I trying to prove? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you were saying, like, it's not setting fair standards, you know? We should celebrate <laughs> <Yeah>. natural voices.
0: <laughs> natural sickly... <laughs> Sickish voices. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm here. I'm in in Portugal. I don't know if I said this on the show, but uh, I'm here for a wedding. Uh, It's going to be tomorrow. And we'll stay here for two weeks. And then uh, Devs uh, has like a company offsite, which is also in Portugal. Kevin, I'm so tired of Portugal. Like I'm sick. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this country. Because, you know, I left Portugal. Like I've immigrated. You know, I've, I've decided to leave my country and go live somewhere else and then every time i need to go somewhere i need to come back here um, but well, you know in
1: you, this... you can leave portugal but it doesn't mean that portugal leaves you
0: <laughs> seriously <laughs> oh man and you know i've i've been i've been better at traveling uh, since the pandemic like my anxiety levels and just stress of traveling with a baby like all of those mm. things have become a little bit easier just because I've been doing it more often and whatever, um but I still haven't had COVID. So I'm like, with every trip, I'm like, well, you know, this has got to be it. Like my my luck <laughs> has has to run out. Um, right. In this one, it's like it's really the COVID jackpot because she's like, oh, you're traveling and you're going to a wedding, which will be like pla it's indoor event, for like a whole day. All you right. Know, this is it. This is this is your moment. I, this is it. <laughs> Good luck. But so far, nada. So we'll,
1: uh, we'll see. I don't know. It's like it might happen or it might not. I think just go with the flow. Like I think, you know, there's there's not much you can control about it at this point. And so,
0: well, and I I don't wanna I don't wanna make promises or whatever. I I, I don't even know if you wanna say this on the show. But this one trip to Portugal was a pretty happy uh, accident coincidence because apparently. I'm not the only layout co-host that's going to be in Portugal soon.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also going to Portugal, which I'm very excited about. I love Portugal. The last time uh, I went, we spent some time together and you showed me around, which is really great. Uh, And now I'm going with uh, my partner. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, I'm going to get to show him around Lisbon and a couple other places. So hopefully... If the stars line up just right, <laughs> we're, we'll be able to, to meet up in person. Um, I We probably won't be recording an episode uh, while we're there in person. But if I can judge by, like, the previous times we've seen each other, every time we're, like, starting to talk about something, we always say, hmm, we should probably save this for the show. <laughs> so we basically, when Rafa and I see each other, we can't talk about anything. <laughs> And yeah, we're just sitting sit there in silence, about. staring we're at like, each other. like, no, this would be great material <laughs> for a podcast, so don't talk. <laughs> Man, I, well, so, one so day
0: I, I would know. love to get, like, one of those, uh, like, record a podcast on the field, you know, like, on the move with those microphones, you know, like, the right. Reply All type. Not even Reply All, whatever the show was called. Startup, remember those? Oh, um, yes. That, or even, like, Serial or something, like, that would be... something. We should do one of those. Probably a bit more
1: planned. I feel like maybe you want to record these kinds of episodes, but I'm pretty sure you don't want to edit (laughs) these kinds of episodes. (laughs) We'll outsource that one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Speaking of editing, something Mm. happened with the editing of the previous episode.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think
1: we've we've never had this this many comments about like exactly the same thing in an episode. <laughs> yeah, so, so well done. Well done, my friend.
0: Thanks. So for people who have no idea what we're talking about, last last episode, Kevin had a little a little aside, had a little moment where <laughs> where he was explaining why, you know, no one needs a new phone or whatever, like but you know, but why you should still get one if you can and want. And I thought it was while you were doing it this is not an idea i had like in the editing booth this was like while we were recording <laughs> i just felt so like inspired <laughs> and moved by this speech that i thought oh this needs like an epic music in the background here
1: uh, well if i ever so run it's... for office <laughs> i know what my first <laughs> speech is going to be about <laughs>
0: yeah. oh. oh man yeah that was fun I we that. And thanks everyone who, who tweeted at us. Um, we appreciate this. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was great. So one of the things that we talked about last week that we wanted to discuss was designing for the Dynamic Island. Because I had mm. seen some of the HIG, and you mentioned that you were working on an update to your app uh, to support Dynamic Islands. And so I wanted to hear your perspective. How has it been like to both design and and build for the dynamic island, given that there's a lot of quirks, like it's not just a rectangle that you put whatever Mm -hmm. into. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of curious to hear what your experience was like. So let's see,
0: this is, uh, I didn't spend a lot of time. It's not like I've been working on this for weeks. I spent probably in total like two days working and building this and not only a fraction of of that time was uh, spent designing or thinking about design um but it was interesting it's 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 like the most constrained thing i've designed for ever mm-hmm. and i think before that has probably been like the original apple watch which was also very constrained <sighs> technically and also screen size and all so this is like so weird and quirky you know how like i think it's one of those cases like if you're a designer and you want to design for the island uh, especially also the like expanded you know when you touch and hold and it, at that like weird expanded state i think as a designer you need to be familiar with like how this is built because otherwise i don't know if you just make like a you know a rounded the black rounded rectangle in in Figman sketch and like just try to design something in there <laughs> you're gonna have a ha- you're gonna have a bad time when you see the implementation <laughs> or your developers yeah. will. it's it's very, very, very tricky. So in the collapsed state, that's a bit more, a bit more straightforward. Uh, you effectively have uh, a trailing and a leading, uh, like a block, like little view you can render stuff. So to the left and the mm-hmm. right of the island, um, those uh, it's pretty constrained, right, in terms of size and all. In terms of width, you can you have a bit more flexibility. You can make it a bit wider, but it has to be. Uh, like symmetric, so the left side has to be as wide as the right side. Right. And uh, Do they force it, it, that? They do, and they will automatically take the the wider side and then okay. you know, resize the <laughs> wow. other one. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so so that's tricky but straightforward, right? Uh, but then you also have to take into consideration that you can only have there's a there's a, a chance that you can only have half of that. Right, if you have like if you have two uh, live activities in the island, remember, like you have the little circle on the right side, so you only have the left side right. of the island to play with. So there is a lot of like different states of what the island can look like,
1: um, and you are providing so it, a different view basically for each of these states.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, the way you write the code for these views is, uh, I mean, it's very similar to the code for widgets um but it's there's a lot of cases right <laughs> if it's island compact leading island compact trailing island there's like like five or six different different states that it can be in and then you have mm-hmm. to just provide the views in there it's also with UI so it's it's not hard to like you know get pixels on the screen uh but it is a bit constrained and also of course the the black background you can't really change that um, the use of opacity is not encouraged, <laughs> really. Interesting, um, but okay. Yeah,
1: no, not why sure do you why. think that is?
0: I'm not sure why. I, it mm. didn't make much sense. Also, there's like they have they have a whole section of like bringing cu- using custom colors, but like, but that's why do we need a section to learn about this? Is like, well, you can use a custom color. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I assumed I could. Why are you telling me this? you know interesting Um, and then they do uh, encourage you to whatever layout you have in the expanded view again the the view you see when you touch and hold Mm -hmm. Apple like the HIG kind of wants you to have some kind of connectivity between those views so if you have like a timer on the right and I don't know an image on the left in the expanded view when you compact you know you go to the compact you should try to keep that same layout and not have like stuff I see you know Move around from left to right and stuff, uh, which was something that I was, I am taking into account. Uh, and then in the expanded view, it's just been—it's very weird in terms of uh, just constraint technically, because you have, imagine that you have like a, imagine the round rectangle. This is going to be a bit tricky to explain in an <laughs> audio format. So you have a rounded rectangle. the The middle, the center top, is of course reserved for the actual camera center and all that. There's no screens there. There's no pixels to render. Mm-hmm. So you have that area that you can't really touch. Below that area, it's what they call the center area. And that center is like a very thin strip right below the actual camera housing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's its own section that you can like try to render stuff there. And then to the left and right, you have the leading and trailing. But it's not just left and right to that center. It goes also under it. So imagine like an L right. shape. <laughs> An inverted L shape that just surrounds that center area, and you have those sections to play with. And then, if you still need more stuff, you have an optional bottom section, which is another another row below that. So these are the sections you can play with in terms of layout, Um, which is just like just weird. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, It's not like these are enough, I think, to render a lot of different layouts, but. I, I usually just have like a rectangle to render stuff, right? I, I can't think of another thing I had to design and, and implement for in where I have these weird like Tetris shaped like things to render <laughs> content, right? It's usually, well, yeah. if a square or rectangle, just you go nuts. And this is, this is tricky. It's weird.
1: Yeah. So how does it work? Do you end up mostly rendering your views in the center zone? Like, are, or are you taking advantage of that? leading and trailing area
0: no for what i am doing it's it, i'm not even doing anything in the center it's just leading and trailing and so like the left side and oh. the right side if you will okay i'm do, well i'm not doing anything like too um creative really or original <laughs> i'm i'm for this one i just haven't had the inspiration or the creativity hasn't hit so i'm just following a lot of what Apple is doing in their own stuff. <laughs> I'm just leaning heavily on those <laughs> those suggestions right. and layout. Uh, so, so far I just have, so this is for booby track. So, so and when you have an active timer, so I just have a timer to show and the like left or right boob and with uh, my own custom like UI views that resemble the logo. And I also have a more little, like an, another two text layers, what time and and stuff like that. So it's pretty simple. And I'm following I'm very close to uh Apple's own timer UI. I have some ideas maybe I could do in the future a bit more creative, like having an actual custom like progress bar type of thing mm. in that bottom one, bottom section. But I'm not I'm not there yet. <laughs> the one thing I am doing is depending on which boob you last fed your baby with, or you know, the one that corresponds to the timer you you have on I switch the layout. So if it's a left boob, I have the images on the left and the timer on the right. And if it's oh, right, around, cool. I switch that around. Yeah. And same on the island when it's on the compact view. So anyway, nice. this is a very technical, boring thing to say, but it's just like it's a weird technical <laughs> w- way this this layout is divided and you can't really ignore it. You have to follow it. Um, so if you're designing for the island and you are not gonna be the person writing the code for it it would be very helpful if not like necessary for you to just like delineate like this stuff, it's going to be rendered here and this other stuff. It's going to be rendered in this section because <laughs> right. otherwise it's, it's going to be tricky to implement. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to put links in the in the show notes for the HIG. Actually, this is not the HIG. This is the one I've been using mostly. It's um, the right from the documentation. Um, again, i going to put links in the show notes, but they have, uh, helpful, like just graphs and images and stuff so you can you can see what we 're talking about
1: cool, awesome, well, I look forward to seeing that be released um, i 've also been uh, talking with Ryan Jones from flighty and he 's been sending me some of his nice. designs for the Dynamic Island and some of the stuff he 's been working on and I gotta say i'm really excited about all these things like it's just just feels new and exciting and like a cool software thing so yeah it'll be interesting but I think it really shows the sort of those are things that feel like are only really useful or doable with something like SwiftUI where you just have Mm -hmm. to provide the system with so much custom UI on all sorts of different states and modes and and stuff like that and so yeah it's, it's interesting to see how kind of like all their bets have been lining up uh, to allow them to to integrate third-party, you know, UI in in sort of like more standardized interface elements on the phone. Yeah. So, yeah, very interesting to see a roll rollout and be able to try all this stuff. Same. And Flighty, that's a big one. I love,
0: uh, you know, it's one of the highlights when I travel is that I can use Flighty. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, it's, uh, I have, I'm not, really building any interactivity in the like live activity thing it's mostly just a read only like just show the timer i guess i could add buttons to pause and stop i should do that um but i have one little interesting thing is you can have animation built into the views but the animation curves like the timing and all that's all the default. So you can't mm-hmm. add like springs and I don't know like ease outs. You can't really tweak those. All the animations, you know, using the animation modifier in SwiftUI, they're all going to take whatever default animation uh, timing that will that they're using. I don't know. So <laughs> interesting. Interesting. So my UI can't jiggle jiggle. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but does it fold? <laughs>
0: I guess, in a way, when you go from the expanded to compact, <laughs> it's kind of folding.
1: <laughs> My UI
2: doesn't jiggle, oh, wow. jiggle. It
0: folds. <laughs> Title.
1: <laughs> we have a brand new sponsor this week. And the sponsor is Fable. So if you don't know Fable, Fable is a leading accessibility platform that is powered by people with disabilities. What Fable does is it moves organizations from worrying about compliance to building incredible and accessible user experiences, which is what we all want to do. So digital teams just work with Fable to improve accessibility. And there's lots of teams that have used Fable to uh, help over 1 billion people with disabilities. They also have Fable Engage, which connects digital teams to people with disability remotely and on demand uh, for accessibility research and testing. And I got to say, we've also used it (laughs) at my company and and this product that we use frequently uh they also have fable upskill which provides custom accessibility training for digital teams once again to gain skills to build inclusive products which is so so important and i really encourage all designers to do i've mentioned it before but tons of leading companies uh use it including shopify but also companies like walmart slack asana and so many more uh many many companies trust fable to meet their accessibility testing training and research needs and i really think that you should try it out too so where do you go to find out more you go to makeitfable.com slash layout let me repeat that makeitfable.com slash layout and you can learn a lot more about all of their offerings it'll make a huge difference for your users so our thanks to fable for sponsoring this week's episode of layout
0: So still in this uh, I guess section of a show where it's it's following up on a lot of the stuff we talked about last week. Uh, one product that I don't even know if we talked about last week. It's the AirPods, the the new AirPods Pro Gen Two, whatever the official name is. I got a pair. I didn't plan to get one. I didn't. <laughs> it really, just happened to you. It just happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, one of my AirPods. Uh, the left one started cracking again. And I've had this hmm. happen I think twice actually I think I had it replaced twice So it got it started cracking like the day before my trip and I'm like hell no like <laughs> not not today Satan <laughs> So I just dropped by the my Apple store and I and I bought a pair um and uh I I was way more impressed with them than I expected than I thought I would um Oh, first thing, just let me start with this and let it get out of the way. I think the one thing I mentioned uh, when I talked about it was that these come with a a new extra small, like, rubber tip uh, Mm -hmm. for some people who just the regular AirPods Pro wouldn't fit their ears, um, which was the case of of my wife, uh, Deb. She she, she she has very tiny ears and those would fit. So I was excited, like, all right, is this it? Can you now, you know, (laughs) use AirPods Pro? Uh, Nope. Still what? too big. Still yeah, too big. I, I, oh my god. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh she has very tiny ears, I guess. Um so I right, guess. Just, it just wait for
1: AirPods 3. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now I'm coming mm, with extra, an extra extra, extra, extra small. <gasps>
0: <gasps> yeah. It's like a little q tip. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's actually you just like remove the tip. <laughs> just put it directly in your ear. <laughs> Uh,
0: Which uh, then it turns in into the AirPods non Pro, right? Oh, right. They the look just like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so I was pretty impressed with their uh, t- the noise canceling thing in the the transparency mode. It's just I don't know. I think I think the the actual rubber tips do. They have to wear out a little bit. Like I I have mm. to imagine that the seal that they provide just pure physics just put them in your ear and the seal they provide has to wear out i think over time and again i was using the previous model i don't know when they came out but years whenever they first came out um so just putting these brand new like in my ears like ooh, this feels like good <laughs> this is, wow it's such a good seal um so that that probably plays a role in this um it's like when you buy a new phone like ooh, the battery is so much better because well sure maybe it is but also your previous phone, yeah. your battery was crap, right? So it's like a little bit of that. Yeah, it's a fresh um, battery. <laughs> yeah, and these are fresh tips. <laughs> so,
1: although so I really got to nice. say, when you just get a new phone, also the reverse often happens, which is like, you're like, oh, my battery is <laughs> really true. bad, but you're most likely using your phone more because you just got your new phone and you're playing with it all yeah. the time. And then two, it's like downloading a bunch of stuff in the background and there's like and also the photos thing, thing, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so my AirPods, I don't know. I don't think they were doing any photo syncing in the background, but they <laughs>
1: they were totally really good. The, the, Maybe mining you know some how Bitcoin. People are
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, my left, my left ear pod is always mining Bitcoin. <laughs> um, what was I say? I got lost. Right. So noise canceling, noticeably better. Like when I left the store, I so I paired them with my phone in the store, And then when I got out, I, like, was switching between, like, the older, the Gen 1 and Gen 2. Just, like, I want to make sure, like, this is a fair comparison and not, like, relying on my memory of, like, I think it sounded like this or better or worse. Mm -hmm. So I was really doing it, like, side by side, kind of. I didn't try, like, one in each ear because I don't think that's how it works. But um, (sighs) substantially better. Like, the the seal in the noise canceling was just noticeably better i don't know if they say like removes what two times more background noise or whatever metric they said in their event i don't know about that but they felt better like it was better the noise canceling and the transparency mode also also felt good i couldn't really notice the their adaptive transparency you know how like they reduced the volume of just like loud noises kind of you know that that whole thing they, they feature
1: yeah so you can be in transparency mode and then say there's a loud noise that happens all of a sudden they're able to detect it super quickly and then shut it down
0: right so you still hear everything but it's just like normalized it's like what i do for this uh podcast like all of our tracks are like slightly right. different volumes and then i at export i normalize the volumes so <laughs> that's uh, that 's what they say it 's doing. I believe them, but i can 't really tell um so don 't trust me on that one. just you know look for reviews uh and then the biggest thing the, the my the biggest surprise was just uh, sound quality, which is interesting how like it's it, it takes such like so many steps back and like they when you talk about these new headphones it 's like transparency mode the volume slider thing the, and then at the bottom, oh and the audio quality. <laughs> that's also right. a thing. Uh, <laughs> I've come so far.
1: Also, maybe a bit harder to evaluate and compare.
0: Well, not in this one. Like these, noticeably better. So much better. Like that, mm. that's the biggest thing. The biggest surprise for me. Like the thing I could tell that was the biggest improvement was noise, noise um, audio quality, and especially the bass. Just you know, now it it feels you can feel the bass, <laughs> ah. uh, in a way that yeah, the others really. We're not doing great. So, all in all, it was just good stuff. Um, I don't. I think the the case looks worse because <laughs> there's so many holes for the speakers, for the lanyard <laughs> thing. It's just the other ones were so clean. But whatever. At um, least you can find
1: it now. That's true. Like, I've never I had the problem of like finding a, an individual like AirPod, bud thing. But mm-hmm. my case, I lose it all the time. <laughs> And then yeah, the, no, the, true. the AirPods are inside of it, and so it's sometimes hard to find them. So.
0: And another thing you'll notice is that uh, you can get the battery levels for individual buds even when they're on the case uh, in a way that the ones wouldn't. Like, if yeah, I wanted to know you the, know the individual charge, I would have to, like, open the case, take right. them out individually, and then... But this way, even when they're on the case, charging in the room... You know next door or whatever, if you go to the, the batteries widget on your phone, you can see the individual battery for each, um, which can be useful.
1: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: What else? MagSafe, my the, I think this is not new to these, but like I never had the case with MagSafe, so this one has that. That's nice. The, the swipe to change volume, I guess I'm happy it's there, but I, I it's not part of my like muscle memory, so I forget I have it but it's it's not too weird to 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 use it's fine um and yeah i guess i guess that's it i i i have to say i don't know if this is a bug or if i don't know if i'm holding it wrong but it has happened 3 times already in this recording i'm using the airpods right now connected <laughs> to my mac while i'm talking to you kevin in this recording my airpods have disconnected 3 times um I don't know if this is a bug. I don't know if it's because I also have my phone here. So I don't know if it's like if I, they think my phone now is the active device and it switches. I don't know right. what's happening. I just know that he has disconnected three times so far. So that's
1: annoying. Well, but a couple like, things. You're using the Ventura beta. <laughs> so no, that's that true. could yeah, be like a good, good um, disclaimer. Yeah. And then, second thing, That is not a thing that's new to these new AirPods because I had the exact (laughs) same problem with my old AirPods on my Mac. Uh, Maybe not three times within a call, but it would happen to me almost every day, like just once a day. They would just Mm. randomly disconnect. So So it could be that. It could also just be, yeah, like one of the beta bugs for some reason. But uh, I've often found that the AirPods really want to connect to ios somehow <laughs> like that is their main like if they connect so much quicker even to ios than they do to mac os maybe it's a little yeah. bit better now with the m1 max because presumably it's all the same but i feel like it there's like gravity that pulls them towards like your iphone at all times ios so. is their
0: true love
1: like they'll tolerate yeah, macOS yeah, exactly. for like,
0: if they have a chance yeah I mean, for exactly. my AirPods Max, which I pretty much only use on my Mac at my desk, um, I disabled the automatic switching because that was just mm, way too annoying. I never wanted them to connect to iOS, so something to look out. If that's you, I suggest you turn that off. <laughs> I'm not ready to turn that off on these, because yeah, but yeah, uh, I think uh, I think that's it on on these. Nice. Seems um, like a solid
1: upgrade. It's interesting how there are rumors that they would lose the stem and mm-hmm. feel like they're building on to the stems more with this version rather than less. The so soon, yeah. it seems like, yeah, they didn't get rid of the stems, but they actually gave you a lot more value for them being there. And everything else about them seems like a huge upgrade. So, yeah, seems, seems like a really solid update. I don't mind the stems,
0: but... I like I I admit that it would
1: be cooler not to have anything right, just the look. right. Yeah, I I mean I wouldn't say no to not have them, <laughs> right? Because um, they're
2: it's. Voices, let right? me just say so bad, the so
1: stems so are kind of like the island. It's like listen, we have this thing <laughs> that's got to be here for some sort of reasons. Let's just make the best of it. <laughs> so yeah, same same battle
0: uh last thing on the follow-up section i guess we've both tried on an apple watch ultra since we last mm-hmm. recorded um do we have thoughts what did, you, what did you what did you think
1: i do i tried them i love it it's so nice so beautiful <laughs> wow, okay. i love the band so much i think that i'm more in love with the band than anything else uh but i love the band which one's your favorite that orange one with the with the the buckle, what's what's it called? Okay, right. Is it Alpine Loop? Alpine
0: Loop. I think so. That sounds right.
1: Yeah. The the normal one. The I also like. I saw some folks have the white version of it. Um, looks great in white as well. Uh, but that's really my favorite band. I would say of, I believe any Apple Watch ever uh wow. maybe potentially with the exception of that original sort of Mark Newson iPod inspired band, which I think is like truly inno- innovative as a band uh, and probably like the best default bre- uh, band uh, this new band is. A bit annoying to put on and remove. Oh yeah, to be honest, Weird. like it's it's a bit of a hassle. Uh, but I just think it looks great, and I love the finish of the case. It. My first reaction when I put it on was, "Oh my goodness, this thing is so ginormous!" And then I'm looking at pictures now, and I'm like, eh, "It looks fine. It looks normal. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't look look particularly big." Um, yeah. So. I didn't, I didn't purchase it, uh, but I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just want it. I just like it. And the, the flat screen just looks great. Like, just give us a normal Mm -hmm. Apple Watch with a flat screen. Screens are meant to be flat. I don't know. Like, I feel like it it (laughs) cemented this idea for me that just the the iPhones with the flat screens always look best. And it's like, the Apple Watch with the flat screen also looks best to me. So, yeah, I don't know. I love it. How about
0: you? (laughs) Well, it sounds like I didn't love it as much as you did. Um Just from the energy levels and your voice but I the the the, the one band that the uh, that like store model had was the alpine loop but in like this dark green like forest green or whatever they call it hmm I like I think I would prefer that over the orange also like I have even on the day I tried it on like my raincoat is that same color so it just like matches really well nice. with my like winter <laughs> Amsterdam raincoat style <laughs> um, <laughs> It yeah like it felt big but it didn't feel like silly big like I could wear I would wear it it's it would mm-hmm. be fine. I did like the I love the titanium the titanium finish. I don't know. I know it's slightly yes, different from same. the previous series whatever 7 or 6 whenever they had a titanium model. Um
1: and I, I would say I brushed. prefer this. Yeah, I think this same. looks so much better than the
0: brushed one. Same same. It looks really good. Um I do, yeah I, I, I love I love everything about it I it's like I don't like it enough to justify the purchase really so I'm not jumping at it but I think if when I'm ready to buy a new Apple watch model I I might get this one right like it's just because that's the thing I think we it's not that we didn't see or ignored but a lot of the the discourse around this watch when it came out, I mean to Apple's fault it was really positioned at a like extreme sports whatever thing like I'm not an athlete uh, right that was like just yeah. a big part of the conversation around it which was a big part of the marketing around it but all in all this is just a better Apple Watch in a lot of ways you have a mm-hmm. bigger brighter screen you have way better battery right it's way more rugged and just like more sturdy and so you know so it's just yeah, you it's a better Apple The action Apple watch.
1: button, which seems nice. The action
0: um, button, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So it's in a lot of ways it's a better Apple. The watch.
1: GPS also seems way better. Like I saw some side by side comparisons. It's like wow, <laughs> huge improvements. Yeah. So, so
0: no yeah, wonder I don't know. Enthusiasts and nerds also will have this. <laughs> will prefer this one.
1: Yeah, I also didn't pull the trigger on it. Um, I think maybe I want to like try it again in the store. It feels. It feels like I shouldn't buy it, but part of me just, like, wants it <laughs> just for the mm-hmm. sake of wanting it. Uh, As a friend something... once told me,
0: <laughs> no one ever needs an Apple Watch, Kevin.
1: <laughs> so, here, yeah, I, I do think Apple Watch is different um, because the, you can make a very solid case for why upgrading your phone makes sense because that's the th- object you use the most. Um I don't know that I would say the same thing about my watch. <laughs> like, my watch is much more of a, like, secondary device. I could, if I lost my watch, like, I could totally get along with my day just fine for a long time without getting a new one. Uh, but if I smashed my phone today, I would go and get another one, you know, <laughs> as soon as possible. So, it's a little different for me. Um <laughs> But at the end of the day, it's like, hey, if you want it, just get it, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and can't afford it, just get it. Um, so, I don't know where I am on this on this spectrum, but there's something that made me realize that I feel like after all these years of having the Apple Watch, the standard Apple Watch just feels boring to me. <laughs> like, it just feels so plain and devoid of personality. Like, it just, like, I you know i wear one every day like it's on my wrist it's Mm. fine it's there it exists i feel like it doesn't really say much about you anymore like just like everyone has an apple watch it's just an apple watch it's the same it's like the simplest purest essence of what this apple watch could be and i think the thing that that's appealing to me of the ultra is that it has personality (laughs) like and it's some people may hate it. Some people may love it. Yeah, it has a and look. I kind of appreciate that. So,
0: which is a big part of watches, right? Like it's it's a it's a fashion accessory. It's a jewelry piece. It's a, it's supposed to like try to say something, right? Yeah, like whatever style or whatever mood or whatever whatever. In the Apple Watch is it's probably a combination of uh, a it's this design has been around for quite a while like we're all familiar now with this shape in this in this the profile of this design um so that's one and second i think that also the way it's designed and because there was only one apple watch model forever at least like external design it had to be neutral because they were selling it as a like sports watch thing to track your workouts but also your fitness thing but also your style like just everyday watch right it had to be neutral to try to appeal to all of these different users so yeah i i I wonder if they'll if the success of the ultra which i don't know how successful it has been so far i hope it has been successful because i would love to see apple watch diversify their apple watch lineup right so you could have your fitness watch in your lifestyle (laughs) every day or whatever like because right now it's just about well aluminum and stainless steel that's what tells them apart kind of so i'd love to see more of that experimentation i the golden days of like experimentation in hardware and like different lineups that apple was like the the early iPod days and where like every year the iPod will look completely different. Um, also with like iMac stuff, which was around the same time, like every, every new model would be completely different and, and different materials yeah. and just wild. Um, I don't, I don't think we should go back to like that levels of craziness, but see some of, more of that would be nice.
1: Yeah. hundred percent.
0: I'm not buying one yet, but I'll, it might be an impulse buy one day if I just find myself. I'm with like a lot of two visits company. to
1: the Apple store away from getting one. <laughs>
0: okay. Dangerous. Okay. Well, good thing there are no Apple stores in Portugal. I can tell you that. So, great. <laughs> you're safe. <laughs> Once again, this episode is sponsored by our good friends at Zeppelin. In our last episode, we covered more of the history and the timeline of Zeppelin and why design tools can't do it all when it comes to design handoff and why they're nailing it um now i'd love to talk about some of the more unique things that zeppelin brings to the table when it comes to the design developer collaboration josh josh you're back uh josh is developer advocate at at zeppelin um josh can you can you think of some of these uh, unique features that zeppelin brings to the table um and, and help solve some of that developer designer pain points you know when they're working together on a design file
2: Sure, I think one of the hardest parts for developers is navigating around a design project, especially when it comes to big, complex projects. And asking developers to go into Figma and try to understand the interaction between hundreds of screens is just as complicated as asking a designer to go into a codebase. So one of my favorite features is screen variants. Now, designers will try to communicate where their screens fit together, but almost every designer will do it slightly differently. And take different screen states, for example, when screens have different states, like light mode, dark mode, or loading and ready, some designers will put the screen side by side, others vertically, and imagine if every screen had a light mode and dark mode, and that really doubles the amount of screens that you have. In Zeppelin, we have this built-in feature called Screen Variants, so basically you can group your screens together, and you go into the primary screen and you can toggle between all the different states, and this eliminates so much confusion on your team. Another example would be our Flows feature, When it comes to mapping user journeys, you could draw arrows and text labels as layers in Figma, and there's even plugins to try and make it easier. But we found that all those layers are a pain to draw and maintain, and they clutter up the design file, and the plugins don't always work so well. So we built out flows, and it's everything you could want in a user journey map builder. Connectors, text labels, groups, shapes, and it's all productized. What we mean by that is that users don't need to build these custom layers that we're talking about. It just saves a ton of time and it's much easier to read. And I'll give you one last example, design systems. It's 2022 and design and development teams still have trouble getting on the same page when it comes to designing and utilizing reusable components. So with Zeppelin, developers can look at a screen and instantly see all the components that are referenced. They can drill down into the component and see all the other places where the component is used, and they can even connect these components to their code base or storybook.
0: I didn't know about the, the storybook integration, by the way. I wish I knew about this when I was at Netlify That's still. Pretty good one one one. <laughs> That's pretty good. used uh, a lot of That's pretty good. Well, thanks so much, Josh, for coming back. This is this is great. Everyone should, you you should go check out uh, Zeppelin if you haven't before. I love that the product is really, like every problem you set out to solve, that problem I couldn't relate more. You know, it's like, some products have like oh we do this and this and like well yeah i don't really care for that Or yeah, well, well what i do like about that thing everything you mentioned is like it's, it's speaking directly to me in all the my past experience working with development teams anyway uh y'all should go check it out at zeppelin.io and our huge thanks uh to zeppelin once again for sponsoring layout in the design community thanks josh i'll talk to you next uh, next week Hey, another thing we should—I would love to—to to talk to you real quick—is um, the Google event, the Pixel event, just just happened, like minutes before we were recording, mm-hmm. and they announced uh, a bunch of new hardware. Most of it, if not all of it, had leaked <laughs> in the past. <laughs> Unfortunate, in typical uh, yeah, Google so fashion. Yeah, I mean they're doing it on purpose, right? I think at this point they're just—they're leaking them. Themselves, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't get what the strategy is at this point. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. But here we are, I guess. (laughs) Just, just,
0: just uh, spread that coverage. You know, then the coverage of the new Pixel starts at the leaks.
1: (laughs) Even the way they like quote announced things were kind of weird. Like they started, they were like, "Oh yeah, like here's the watch, like that we're about to announce." I guess like it's just like they didn't. (laughs) It didn't seem like they they did like actual odd. reveals for these things it's like oh like, you already know about all these things anyways but let's let us show us some of these these things
0: they, they must know strange. that like there's not a lot of hype around it it's not like people are like dying to know hey because of the leaks but also i think it's you know if you don't have the hype there's really no point in, in you to make like a big reveal it's like no one's watching so it's I just guess, you know but I, hey f- tune in yeah, look there's a the like watch look
1: yeah, I feel like no. you're cultivating that hype though by you know keeping this the secrecy and doing the reveals and stuff like that. so but I don't know it's it's a very different way of introducing products that's that's for sure
0: so i I didn't watch the whole event because I didn't have the time, and again, this is just minutes ago. Uh, but I did watch the the verges recap. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. the verge. Uh, it's like a fifteen minute or whatever it was. Uh, recap i watched i did watch that i i heard you know you also did so just to set up the context for people who have no idea real quick this is what i think the recap this is a recap of the recap Uh, (laughs) they announced the new pixel uh 7 and pixel 7 pro the reviews and the first impression seems to be it's 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 a very minor upgrade from last year's but they have some cool new computational photography stuff um, a lot of stuff that Apple also did with these new iPhones, like the cropping on the sensor, you know, like but but keeping the the native resolution for a two x crop and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, they're doing even a bit further with that, with just just like the crazy zooms with a lot of machine learning and whatever. It's it's pretty impressive. Um, but overall, I think the phones are still a minor upgrade. Which at this point, that's what happens with every phone c- company. <laughs> um so that's the pixel and then they announced the 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 announced the pixel watch um and which we can talk about in a second that's where i have the most uh, thoughts and uh, they also announced the pixel tablet which also doubles as a like like a google home type of device and where they have this speaker base thing that you mm-hmm. can Place your your tablet there, your pixel tablet, and then when you do, I think the even the UI just adapts to almost like the their uh, I don't think they call it Google Home anymore. It's like the nest home. Whatever the the one with the screen. So which is which is like. an interesting take on on that, like repurposing the tablet. Because the tablet does sit around a lot
1: <laughs> at, at homes,
0: I think. So that might be nice. <laughs> and lastly, just also refreshed pixel buds, I think. Uh so they Oh I see they They have – Pixel now has like – it's doubling down on like the family of devices, right? Because before they had had the phone and they were competing with the iPhone. But like – but the iPhone is not just the iPhone. The iPhone is part of like a whole family of devices that work really well together. And I think they – Google, you know, identified that. So they're also trying to to create that with this whole like family of devices, which is smart, Mm -hmm. I think, and nice. And they all work well together and they all look – the part like they all look the, like the from the same family of devices which is nice um so yeah i think it was a good job their events are still weird they they went back to the in like in-person thing which was mm-hmm. like oh yeah yeah we used to do that <laughs> <laughs> that was it was nice um and uh yeah the phones are, are cheaper than iphones by the way it's like 5.99 and 7.99 i think for the pro non-pro um and yeah the the watch i want to talk about the watch that was the most interesting i think android based watches smart watches they've been pretty unsuccessful right <laughs> i don't like name one right i don't right. know um google had acquired fitbit not that long ago so we're just like waiting for the shoe to drop like all right you know this is definitely <laughs> going to be part of that same mm-hmm. like watch strategy for sure to go after
1: I feel like the brief for these watches was just make a round Apple watch. Like seriously, pretty much just, just make a round Apple watch, like the end, right? Like just make everything the same. Like just make a round, like the, uh, OS. What should we do for the OS? I just make it like a watch OS. It's fine. guys. like, it's okay. Just design a couple new watch faces and they have some nice ones. And I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. can I have it on actual watch OS too? (laughs) Um, but other than that, it's basically watch OS. <laughs> yeah, so it.
0: I, I think it's it's interesting. I do agree, by the way. It, even the OS was like it. Like the hardware is okay, sure. Make it round because a lot of people want that, prefer like that's a more traditional watch design. Mm-hmm. So go 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 that go that way. But then the OS is like, well, see, now we didn't need to be this similar, like right? Like, there is no. They did adapt the UI a little bit for the round uh, screen, a little bit. Like you would get like the mm-hmm. circles that would just even even the the like scroll bar indicator thing when you when you rotate the crown is like curved to, to you know, it follows the the, the edge of the screen. Um, so it is nice, but all in all, like it looked a lot like the Apple Watch, which I I don't think it's wrong actually. Like I think they kind of have to. I think they the. Competing with the Apple Watch in this space, like the Apple Watch is so far ahead of anyone that like you have a lot of catch up to do before you start really competing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if you try to be too different or too crazy still, I think you might be you might create something that it's compelling and, and interesting in whatever ways it's different from Apple Watch, but then you also have a lot of other stuff that you probably didn't match or they're still behind so i actually think it's smart of google to don't focus too much on trying to be different from the apple watch it's fine like people know <laughs> like the, the apple watch has has <laughs> has made a lot of things that has have been pretty successful to be fair without any competition so you know i don't know like the the the, the band System, You know, you can, like, swap bands and stuff, even the type of bands that you have.
1: Yeah, I love that Google was like, our innovative innovative band system. I was like, you mean copy? I think you mean copy here. But they're actually, like, the way you you put in the bands is a little bit different. Like, you just, like, rotate them Mm -hmm. in place or something. So I guess that's what they're calling innovation. But... Um, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, it looks, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. Like it looks great. Um, and I do think it proves that you could competently do a round Apple watch. And I'm like, yeah, like I honestly could see Apple doing that to be honest, like at some point, you know, on a, on an infinite (laughs) timescale at some point, like round watches are a thing that people want, like, you know, why not give, give them that at some point? Like, when you've run out of, uh, of innovation or, like, ideas for what to do with the Apple Watch, which it seems like Apple's already <laughs> somewhat, like, lost inspiration <laughs> mm-hmm. for the regular series. Um, like, it seems like that's a thing you could do. So, yeah, like, in terms of, of um, execution, I think they did pretty good execution, Um I would like to see more. Like, I'm actually because it, 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 it's kind of interesting. Like, I feel they've executed this concept, which is essentially like an Apple Watch, extremely well. And so I'm like, yeah, okay, you've proven you can do that. Can you like show us more? Like, go beyond Apple Watch. So I think it'll be. First I think version, that's yeah. I think that's what I'll be great. looking for in the upcoming versions, especially on the software side of like. Hey, it seemed like they pulled this off and got something that feels. Again, it sounds negative when I'm saying like it's just an Apple Watch, but it's like, hey, like you did an Apple Watch, like that's great. Actually, Um, I'm curious to see what's going to be the next step of that, and to see it kind of become its own thing, uh, and maybe push things forward. Like they also had in the keynote, like here's all the things that we did before the iPhone did, like it'll be interesting to see what are the things that this pixel watch does before the Apple watch.
0: Yeah. I, I assume this works with any Android phone, not just pixel ones. Um, but, so assuming it does, it's good that now seems, and again, they, they just announced this. We haven't seen reviews and people actually using them in day to day, but it feels like now there's a good option for Android users, right? Like <laughs> if, cause I've, you know, People ask me which which smartwatch should I get, and I'm like, do you have an iPhone? Like, no, I'm an Android. Like, <laughs> I, then I then don't. I don't think you should. Right. There's no good models really, and this has the potential, from what we've seen, to be a really good alternative to not just the Apple Watch, but the whole iOS uh, ecosystem. Uh, again, I've tried Android before, and I think uh, a Pixel, a Pixel Three, I it's a good experience. It's not fair. Sometimes it's not fair to compare with uh, iPhone, especially now, because it feels like the the pixel is like not really aiming for that high end top of the line in a way that iPhone is they even their prices reflect that their materials reflect that like the, for example the, the these pixel watches they have a glass um a glass uh, like screen thing it's not it's not the whatever Apple is using a uh, sapphire thing it's not is it sapphire? I thought it was sapphire, it's not.
1: Oh, it might be. It might be on the on the 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 stainless steel watch, mm. right? Oh, maybe, the maybe that's what one I'm thinking.
0: And yeah, the yeah. ultra, yeah, yeah. So it feels like just based on uh, materials and stuff, it feels like it's also not going for that super high end. It's just a nice mid 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 tier mid end <laughs> mid end. <laughs> uh, the mid end.
1: So uh, so actually, I'll not t- <laughs> any of the ends. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's oh, a little well, So ma- in the middle end. So many show titles. <laughs> Dave, so I'm happy that they're help. doing this. Help us get hey, a good title. <laughs>
0: here's my here's my here's my my appeal to Google, right? Google sucks at following up on mm. device on products. They they usually do a pretty good compelling, interesting first version. And then they kind of lose interest or whatever. Recently we've seen, I think we've seen some, like, not I don't know if it's a report, just tweets, gossip, whatever it is. We've seen that, like, it sounds like internally at Google, a lot of executives, a lot of people are just, um, you know, pursuing that promotion. And promotions are really tied to launches. So they do all their good work to get that launch. And then after the launch, there's not a lot of incentives internally to like keep working on it because then you're not going to get a promotion by shipping a, an iteration or a small update. So it, once I've heard that, once I've read that thing, I was like, oh, this this explains so much. Like, you know, why you have so many products sometimes competing, why you have, I don't know, just like good ideas, but then they just let it die i think this whole thing was because of stadia being killed off
1: yeah, um, yeah yeah i saw that and i was like name a company where that's not true well from what i've
0: what i see well we've been talking about apple you can use that one
1: yeah but i'm sure that the way you get promoted at apple is you have great launches of products that are successful
0: but there's like new product there's like five new products a decade, you know?
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I, I saw that and I was like, yes, like that is a problem, but I'm not sure that it is like the cause of this because I'm sure, again, like you can talk to anyone who works at any any company, really. And I think you can have people say the exact same thing about any company. I think it's it's just like, this is a thing, period, that happens in large ish tech companies and some companies have think other things that balance that out. Essentially they have these checks and balances and it seems like Google doesn't like, I think that, that Google's sort of, um, I don't want to say bar, but like tolerance for launching an idea is much lower. And so like they're going to launch a bunch of stuff that would get killed otherwise. Um, so it's not so much that people are, are trying to launch things to get a promotion because everyone's doing that all the time. It's just that it seems like um, as a company culture, Google is going to be more open to letting things slide that aren't ideas that they're completely invested into versus other companies just culturally speaking. Even if there are people internally that push these things, they're going to be like, yeah, no. <laughs> So at least that's my overall feeling on it, that I just just felt like that was an oversimplification of of a reason. But, like, you know, the point remains true, though, that, you know, Google just abandons a lot of things. And so, you know, this. it it seems like this is a good release. I mean, it looks good together. The products seem like good product. There were a bunch of features that they named that I was like, I wish I had that on my iPhone. Um, So... I think we just want to like see them keep going down that path, yeah and keep you know charting ahead
0: is there's I mean that sounds right. I still think that there's something unique to Google uh, I mean unique in also at their scale they're they're already a unique company, but uh, there's something unique to them in where products just don't last that long they they mm-hmm. lack the, the patience. And the confidence in products, like, keep iterating, keep trying, keep yeah. pushing, um, you know, compared to, I mean, there's all those memes that, like, whatever, like, it's the medium time span, like lifespan of a, of a Google product or whatever, there's, like, countdowns <laughs> in the web. But, you know, like, Pixel had great momentum with, starting with the Pixel 2, it was, like, the best camera phone, right? Like, the, mm. <laughs> they had the best camera, and in the second year, which was the same camera, still the best and then I think they kind of just lost the momentum with that a little bit. Um, I mean, just look at, like, other companies. Other, like, I don't know, the the PlayStation, which is now, you know, top leading game console thing. Sony took a bet on that market, and the PlayStation 1 was, like, fine, but they didn't dethrone, like, Nintendo or whatever. And then they just kept at it, just kept mm, doing it. Yeah. PlayStation 3 was a disaster, they lost so much money on that device. They, well, just let's do position four and let's try to correct our mistake. You know, it's like, I'm just using random examples. Yep. It was like, it takes time. It's, it's, you just have to keep at it, keep iterating and believe in the product you have. And that's what I want them to do with this pixel lineup. Right. Like, yeah, it's time to just keep investing in this because we need the competition and they have, they are really good competition. And I, want them to keep doing stuff. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I think the elephant in the room here is revenue. Like what percentage of their revenue does Google make with their hardware products? Probably not that much. And so it's like, it's, it's quote easier for other companies like say Sony or like Apple or like whatever to double down on these hardware initiatives, because that's how they make the majority of their revenue, and so hmm. they've got to make these things successful. How many services has Apple started and created and then totally abandoned <laughs> like a lot of yep. them <laughs> right and so it's like I think there's there's a lot of that at play too of like where is the core of the company from a from a revenue standpoint, and those are the things that get the attention absolutely I
0: think the a good comparison to what Google is doing with these hardware is like Amazon maybe, as in like they're not a hardware company, that's where not the money is, but they also try with their Fire phones and their, I guess Kindles is still the most successful one. That's a good point. I Even like now prepping for this show, I was trying to pull up the just marketing pages for these products, even to like a screenshot. So I just went to like Google.com and <laughs> it was a different uh, webpage than I was expecting. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. Of course, like Google is not like, these pixel things are not what Google is or you know, is really trying to push right now. Uh, actually, I ended up not finding these pages, by the way. I don't know. If you go to pixel.google.com, it's like a pixel for business or enterprise.
1: Uh, I think you have to page. go to store.google.com.
0: That was redirected to the Portuguese store because I'm in Portugal and I don't have a VPN running uh, and they don't uh, sell the pixels. So <laughs> I, anyway, I couldn't find landing pages for these,
1: which is weird. I'll put the Uh-oh. links in the show notes. Appreciate it. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, it made me want a, a round Apple watch. And uh, I think overall, I still really like their aesthetic, I think, yeah, that they've created with Material U. Like, just always, like, even in their slides and their things, like how they put stuff together, I feel like there's something to happen where it feels like they have that taste. Yeah. Um, and so it's, like, really nice to see that. Um, so yeah, I think they probably just need, again, like you said, just keep going at it and, and refining things. But I think this is a very solid release from Google. There were a bunch of stuff where I was looking at that and I was like, Hey, I'd want that. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they had this feature of the blurring an image. I was like, Hey, I like, mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd take that, especially with my iPhone 14 that sometimes the, Images are a little bit blurry depending on where the, how close the, the limit is to the lens. Uh, I was like, I'll take that. Um, otherwise, oh, also the tablet stand speaker mm-hmm. thing. I was like, I'd totally take that for the iPad. Um, and I get that they have the floaty keyboard thing, but um, I was like, oh, like it's an interesting idea to change a little bit how that device is perceived as sort of, more of an at-home sort of docked experience, whereas my iPad's like on the couch or in random places and it's constantly no. out of battery. Uh, if I had a just like nice base that I could put it on and have it charge when I'm not using, I think that could be really nice. Um, so if that I base think could be like a... And it's a speaker.
0: If it could be, I don't know, actually I don't know if this is the case, but is the base without the the tablet just a base can it act as a assistant? Like as a nest thing? Yeah, I don't know about assistant, but they said that it's a speaker. Right. I know it's a speaker, so, but like what I'm trying to say is like if I if, yeah, if yeah, yeah. I don't have the tablet docked, is that speaker useless? Is what I'm asking. I hope not.
1: Yeah, I great. don't know. Well, but the speaker you could presumably uh uh what is it? Cast? You could cast yeah. audio from your Pixel phone to it. Um, but I don't know if it is an assistant. I mean, I feel like it would make sense. I feel like Google I mean, yeah. would be the kind of company to like just put Not an assistant they have in, everything. in their router. Yeah. Just like him. Yeah. So seems like that's possible. But I don't see that device. I don't even know what it's called, if it's an accessory or a device on their store. So yeah, hard to say. So yeah, anything else on the Google event?
0: No, not really. I mean, it's still too fresh. I have to find those uh, landing pages that you're gonna send me. uh <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll be really curious to see the reviews. I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Um, their their cameras on their pixels look really good. Look really compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, be looking forward to the reviews. See what, see what how good these are. Um, should we do recommendations? Yeah,
1: let's do how it. We go. All right. Yeah, I see you have two recommendations.
0: I have two. They're, but they're pretty. They're pretty quick. Uh, I also tweeted about both. One is is an Apple TV show, Apple TV Plus show. <laughs> it's called Shining Girls, the, and this is just a random show. I knew nothing about it. I mean, I had seen the little like thumbnail thing in Apple TV app, but I knew nothing about this show. And the reason why we decided to watch it uh, was just because there's a new season of Handmaid's Tale, a show that we watch. Uh, new season was out and but we had canceled hulu so we were debating like should we subscribe to hulu again just for this show you know mm. like oh, is it worth it and then we saw this one which uh, the show also stars elizabeth uh, moss so we're like hey <laughs> is this like a like a the no brand um handmaid's tale and then we just watched the trailer it looked compelling enough they were like ah what the hell just just let's whatever and again we're we're parents now like just taking a gamble on a show that's rare (laughs) (laughs) okay because our time is very precious uh but in this case i'm happy i did it because it was an incredible show like seriously one of the best things i've seen uh, this this year at least it was a really cool show it's so i'm going to Talk about the plot, but just—I'm only spoiling whatever the trailer spoils, right? So I, mm-hmm. I think it's safe. It's—it's um, it's this show where there's like this this serial killer that Elizabeth uh, Moss is is trying to trying to trying to find. She's a she's a journalist. She's a reporter, um, and she was a victim of this guy, but she survived. Mm. But there's other girls being killed. But there's other girls being killed, like like through time. So it's like this guy is like jumping time. Like, it's, like a, like a, okay. <laughs> it's like a sci-fi time travel thing. And also stuff happens in where like in a moment stuff in her life changes. Like she goes to work and then like her desk is in a different place. Hmm. And everyone's like, wait, no, that's your desk. What are you talking about? And she's just like completely confused. Or like she gets home and then all of a sudden she doesn't have a dog. She has a cat now with the same name okay she's like what the heck is going on but everyone else like they don't notice that things change changed for them it's normal mm. or like one day she gets home and instead of living with her mom she's she has a husband like she's married <laughs> she doesn't remember marrying this person wow. but it's crazy so this is just like weird things that happen setting the mood again time travel this weird serial killer who is he um It was like a murder mystery thing. It, it was really, really, really cool. Elizabeth Moth is incredible. She's a great actor. Um, this also stars, uh, Philippa Sue. She plays Eliza in the original, uh, Hamilton cast. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Nice. (laughs) She's also great in it. Yeah. And, um, so it was just like one of those, like, just nice surprises. We didn't expect anything from this show. And, it was on Apple TV. we already subscribed to that, so it didn't cost us the thing, and it was really good. And the whole season was already out. The first season. Uh, it's based on a on a, on a book or hmm. book series or something. Uh, I've been like looking if season two is confirmed or not. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's enough. Like, there's no more source material. I think the 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 original material is just the source material was just this, like this this story. But they could do other things with it. I don't know. So I don't know if there's going to be a season two, but um, season one is very satisfying and uh, do recommend. And nice.
1: I'll check it out. I find that stuff like that. There's so many streaming services these days. I see so many yep. of them pass by and I'm like, should I watch this? And I kind of always wait a little bit to see, like, is, is anyone talking about this thing? To see if it's worth it. Uh, and I think you're the first person that I hear talking about this. So it's like... I heard nothing hmm. about this.
0: Yeah. Apple TV Plus... Apple, Apple is horrible at promoting their shows. Really. Like, some of the shows are really good. And I've never heard anything about them. Um, yeah, like, it's like... It's really even strange. Even the most popular ones, like Tad Lasso and, like, like Severance. Severance? Became super popular but I think only because of Twitter and like word of mouth yep. it's not like Apple really did a big ma- marketing campaign so they just suck at this like I know they're new but like just promote your stuff because it's
1: good yeah and for what it's worth I think people's perception is that Apple is even better than Netflix on a lot of this because they have mm. fewer shows and mm. I think at least for things like the the morning show and some of their first uh shows, right? Like, we would hear about them, and they'd talk about them in the events and stuff like that, and so they did more marketing. But I find that over time, yeah, like, I'm... There's so many of these new shows that seem interesting, but I feel like I've been burned so many times with Apple TV where it's like, it sounds like an interesting premise, and then I watch the show and it's completely boring. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think... Was it Loot, I think, <laughs> that I started... Like, oh, the Maya Rodolph, yeah, like just didn't really grab me or mm. went anywhere. I mean, it, I'm sure there are people who like it, but it's just like so many shows like this that just come out, and it's just like, meh. Um, that now I just don't, I don't just watch a new thing that comes on there. Um, but then they've got to do better marketing to entice me yeah. to watch these shows, so yeah, yep. so. Um, I'll give you my recommendation. It's something that I've installed a while back here uh, and it's a smart thermostat. And so we live in, it's a new construction, but uh, it's a condo. And so it's like, you know, a lot of things are standardized (laughs) in the condo. Uh, And so it just came with whatever thermostat was (laughs) installed. Uh, It was not really a thing that I was thinking about at the time. Like I, maybe could have had a choice or maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, but just not a thing that I was thinking about until, you know, we moved in and it's been, mm-hmm. what, like over two years now. Uh, and I was like, I feel, I really want to change this. Like I really want to get a, a smart thermostat uh, and truly live the, the lifestyle uh, that I want to be living, which is like everything's automated at all times. Um, <laughs> and our previous thermostat is just like, you could automate some things, but it's... It has sort of like an interface that's kind of like an oven or a microwave where you're like, okay, which combination of button unlabeled buttons do I need to press to get it to do what I need to do, you know? Um, and so... And the thing that kicked this off, that opened this possibility for me, because I was like, I have no idea. I've never changed a thermostat, and that does not sound like my idea of fun, is our building has a Facebook group with all of the folks in the building. <laughs> uh, and someone asked okay. the question, and then another person said, hey, yeah, the wiring system is very complicated, but here's how all the wires map. And I've like mapped it out. Of like how the wires should wow. should be installed, and so I was like, "Huh." So I watched tons and tons of YouTube videos <laughs> preparing myself for this, um, and I went through like I swear I swear to God, the install process took probably like four hours. Uh, wow! <laughs> and it's not it's not that it it takes time. It's just like every step of the way, I kept finding more and more problems, um, <laughs> and so part of it our problems with just like my setup where the old system had like a giant hole in the wall. And once I remove the thermostat and then the hole is like in many ways bigger than this thermostat. (laughs) And so it's like, how do I even put it on the the wall? I have to use the back, back plate and then I have to like, okay, the wires are not quite right. So like, I need to like label things and then I need to undo the wiring and then the you know, they show in the YouTube videos, it's like, okay, you've got these perfect, beautiful wires that you will fit into this like tiny little circle here and it will like fit in perfectly. But my wires are a mess. And so I need to like cut each of the wires, remove the plastic to like reset oh them to like a pristine uh, quality, like do all these things. So it was quite the journey, um, but I managed to do it. Get it installed. So um, I actually don't think I've even said what thermostat I got. I got the no. Ecobee Smart Thermostat Premium because I was like, hey, if I'm gonna go through all this trouble, might as well get the nice <laughs> one. Um, okay. And it has like a nice sort of finish on the like metal finish on the sides. Um, hmm. And um, I install this whole thing. I like turn the the power back on. And I'm like, please. Please, please, please work. Uh, then the thing turns on and everything's good. Uh, except we realize by like playing with it that the fan speed is wrong. Like when it's on high, the, the fan is actually low. And when the fan <laughs> is on low, it's actually high. <laughs> and so I realized that the, the dude who posted the instructions actually had the wrong instructions there. So I like to reopen it,
2: it switch the wires
1: around, put it back, fixed it. So I'm basically an electrician now. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) But uh, now it's all been working for for many weeks now. And and I've been really enjoying it. Honestly, like it's so good to have a a thermostat that you can control remotely. You can set up a lot of different things, a lot of automations with it. It just like manages itself. On its own, and if there's ever like anything that I need to change, I can just change it from wherever I am. Um, I also like I use the feature of like the away mode. Um, The last time we uh, we left for vacation, which I'll probably be using again, uh, and it automatically knows how long to pause, you know, while you're away, and then like get the temperature back to where it needs to be for the, you know, when you're back and all that stuff. So. It's been really nice to get to the modern age there because I've been living in in the the dark ages uh, back there, uh, and I feel like it makes Welcome such a difference, especially here that we are temperature controlled always. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I've said this before, we go from <laughs> AC in the summer straight to heating. Like there's no gap in the middle where there's no like temperature control. Um, it's a great country. So, if you are in Canada, uh, seriously <laughs> do consider it. It's a real pain to install, but you'll be glad to to have done it once you install it. And I think uh, Echobee is great, and I chose Echobee because of their native integration with the home yep. app. That's something that was really important to me. I got to say, after having it, I'm glad to have it, but I actually often prefer to change the settings directly in the app itself because the home like UI... <laughs> for managing temperature is a bit of a crazy UI. Like, you have to be so precise. You essentially, like, they give you this circular dial of temperature. Mm -hmm. But essentially, like, the viable range is, like, (laughs) smaller than a finger on this. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to (laughs) drag these two points to the right, like, uh, you know, place on this giant circle, (laughs) Which like yeah. the both ends would be way too warm or way too cold, Um and so it's kind of a shitty UI, I would say, like in the whole map. So like true. it's just it's something that looks good in a screenshot, but the, like literally the second you use it, like this just doesn't make any sense. And also, um,
0: I don't know if it's the case in yours as well, but I think that UI is designed for Fahrenheit because I use Celsius. Like a ah, person. that's yeah.
1: probably it.
0: I'm, like, moving the dial ever so slightly, and then let's say it goes to, like, 21, and then I keep moving, and I hear the ticks. It's moving to, like, a different position, but it still says 21. So I think it's, like, yeah. rounding. The UI, the number only changes on, like, 0.5 increments. So it's 21, half, 22. But in between, there's other options you can set it, which I assume is, like, 21.75 or something. But But, yeah, because sometimes I... Yeah, whatever. I can talk about this later, but sorry, I'm going to let you finish.
1: No, no, no. That's great. I mean, that's exactly the point I was making. But maybe it is a thing where um, the range is like a Fahrenheit uh, Mm. optimized range. And so, like, basically, the numbers have a a much bigger difference in Fahrenheit than they do in Celsius. And so I have a compressed range of space. To control my UI, yeah, something like that. I don't know f- what, but it's just not maybe not the most optimal UI. Uh, I'm still glad I have it in the home because in the home app, because I feel like it's just future proofing myself. Yeah, if and and if I ever need to do any kind of automations, uh, I can have that go through Home. But otherwise, Echo B's app is generally. I have some complaints about it, but it's generally pretty good, and I tend to prefer making changes there. I did
0: consider Echo B when I moved to our our new apartment, but I already had a Nest. I had bought a Nest with the place I was renting, and then when I moved, I'm like, well, like, I can just move the Nest installation, which is a pain in the ass because there's like multiple parts to it and stuff. And by the way, I didn't do it myself because I I don't have the comp. I just hired a guy to do that for me. <laughs> Um, probably way more expensive than it should be. But like, I'd, I don't know. I I never had central heating in my home growing up. Like, This is the first time. I don't even know what this is. You do it. Uh, also, I don't own this place. I don't know what the wiring is like. I don't have a Facebook group for this apartment. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I did consider Echobee primarily for their native home kit integration as well. But first, I already had a Nest. And the Nest still looks so much better than these Echo Bees, mm. I think. Um just the actual hardware device. Um that I was like, ah oh, man, this I, I don't want I want the Echo B to be better and like and want to move it move to it, but it just was not worth it. So I kept with Nest. And to be fair, they whatever home bridge integration like today is rock solid. Like before I would have to like reboot home home bridge every once in a while or would lose connection or whatever. But ever since I moved here, it's rock solid. It always works in the home app or whatever. But this winter in particular, because we already turned up the heat um, last week for the first time this winter, and it's weird. Like, I need to refactor this whole thing in my home. But suffice (laughs) to say, like, I have the single nest, but I have three floors, and the temperature in those floors are very widely, like downstairs mm. is always way colder because there's like more windows and stuff than upstairs and whatever. And right. and there's only one temperature temperature sensor, which is the actual Nest. In the US, for some reason, Nest sells like multiple like temperature sensors that you can put mm. in different rooms so that it can control the temperature and like average it out or whatever. But for some reason, yep. they don't ship that to Europe. They don't sell it here. Uh. And there's no alternative that I found that works with Nest. Um, so if I set like let's say the thermostat to like 21 degrees, it's going to be 21 degrees in the ground floor, but then it's boiling yeah, it <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> and so so far it's been like I've kept it the the heat off, but I only wanted to turn it on on my son's room because like it gets pretty cold in there, and like mm. us adults we can just like put on a sweater or something, or <laughs> like stay under our blankets during the night, (laughs) but not this kid. So we need to make sure that that room is not cold. Um, So what I've been doing is, like, I just want to turn on the heat. It doesn't matter the temperature because, like, it doesn't matter because whatever this temperature is in the home app, that's not the temperature in my son's room. So Mm -hmm. so I was like, I just want to turn up the heat for, like, 10 minutes and then turn it on, turn it off. And it's surprisingly hard to do and keep that, like, I need, I need to rethink this thing. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what I have to do to do this, to achieve this. Um, I try to set a bunch of home automations like, hey, if the temperature in my son's room drops below, let's say, 22, turn up the heat. But then if it goes above 24, turn down the heat. But for some reason, those right. automations never work. Like,
1: hmm. <laughs> Are they home last- automations?
0: they are yeah yeah they're not reliable so i have woken up with like just boiling like 30 degrees in that room (laughs) like what is happening um so it's bad so i need to rethink this so i guess i'm just fishing for recommendations suggestions whatever if people have found something that works for you please uh, dm me (laughs) at rafahari on twitter Anyway, I said I had two recommendations. The other one, real quick, uh, is um, a wallpaper pack from the the good old Hector Simpson. I've recommended pretty much all of their... <laughs> <laughs> I think go to their, their website, all of their projects, I think I've recommended in this show before. <laughs> uh, but the previous uh, wallpaper packs was one called Wavy and then called Aqua or whatever, like the classic macOS wallpaper, the tiger one. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's a new, it's a new set of wallpapers. It's called, I'm assuming they want me to call this 14. It's like the Roman Roman numerals for 14. So X, I, V, Ziv, Xiv. (laughs) I'm going to go with 14. Uh, and it's, it's like a riff on the default, um, uh, iPhone 14 wallpapers, which is like that dark in the middle and then a gradient up and top, uh, Mm -hmm. bottom and top. So it's like a riff on that, but like a couple more options. And like, just, I don't know, they look really good. Just like a radial gradient with a bunch of colors um, around the phone with the center dark. It looks really nice. Uh, And their whole website, once again, top-notch, checkout process, top-notch. The whole installation process, top-notch. They even provide shortcuts to like set the wallpaper so you don't have to go to you know, like settings, display wallpapers, set this, save to camera roll. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. It's so so cool. They also provide part of the purchase. Uh, they also have wallpapers for iPad and for uh, like desktop macOS. They're all in like 6K P3. So you know, if you have XDR or whatever studio display, it's going to look really good. So it's just it's just incredible. It's three bucks. Just three bucks you got all this stuff it's really nicely done and uh i've been rocking these on my phone nice right? very cool that's it we did it wow (laughs) we did it. very very short episode today of just a short show as
1: always (laughs) god damn it all right this is what happened when we record every other week it's like there's just always so many things to talk about (laughs) i'm gonna have to edit
0: this in the morning because then i have a wedding (laughs) Maybe I'll edit this at the wedding. Is that okay? Will I look seriously?
1: Cool? <laughs> well, I don't know. Ask your mom. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, people. You can follow us on Twitter at layout.fm. I'm at Rafahari. Kevin is at Vernal Kick. If you're in Portugal next week, we'll be too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, say hi. And uh, our our website is layout.fm. Check that out for all the show notes. All links for stuff we mentioned all the episodes are there information if you want to sponsor our show is there just like our incredible sponsor this week uh once again fable brand new sponsor brand new sponsor ding, 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 go check it out make it fable.com slash layout check them out so they know that you listen to this show and you're an incredible person like you are again make it fable.com slash layout and our good friends at zeppelin once again they're back um to go to zeppelin.io to learn more. Love them. They love you. I love Kevin. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you soon. All right. Bye.